Hey guys, how's it going? Felipe here with Culture Ambition. This is episode one. I want to give you a little bit of background of myself and then we'll get into today's topics. So I am an entrepreneur. I own four different businesses. The first one being a marketing company. The second one is a printing company. The third one is a construction business. And then the last one is a gym locally owned. So the purpose of this podcast is to help you or help others to be more motivated in life, help you in your journey if you're deciding to maybe start a business and having conversations with other individuals that have started very successful businesses. That's basically the plan for the podcast. Now, this is going to be real raw. This is the first time that I'm doing this, so we're going to see how it goes. Bear with me. Things I wanted to talk about today are going to be two different ones. The first one is going to be your New Year's resolutions, and it's going to basically talk about how you can approach the fact that you're maybe already falling off or you have already fallen off, how to get back on the horse, or how to attack the fact that you're thinking of quitting and realize that this was going to be a long-term commitment and you thought it was going to be a lot easier. So that's the first topic. And the second topic I want to discuss is doing hard things and why it's important to do hard things. So topic one, New Year's resolutions. A lot of people are realizing that this is going to be a long-term commitment. Say you committed to losing 10 pounds, reading books, and being more productive in your everyday life. And so you put these as goals and resolutions, right? But then you realize that losing 10 pounds is going to take you more than a month. Or you realize that reading 10 books is going to take you more than you expected it to and you have to be more consistent than you thought you would. And you realize that maybe you don't have enough time or you think you don't have enough time. So the key goal to actually being committed to your resolutions is not looking at them as goals, but changing the word to habit. See, when you create habits of doing things, it's a lot easier to do them because you're not thinking about the end goal. You're just doing the things. They become second nature. And so for a lot of people, they just look at the big picture, but they don't realize that there's a lot of little steps that they have to take in between. Our goal here in in our gym when people come in and they tell us about their new resolutions or the goals that they have hey i want to lose x amount of pounds or whatever we first tell them they have to develop five habits you pick five different habits and then you do those first we try to follow 75 hard and so for a lot of people it's like yeah this is going to be hard but if you can develop these five habits then the rest of the things that you do are just going to stack on top of those so it's going to be easy wins that you can do and so it's easier to obtain those goals and so for instance let's say uh you're trying to read more books instead of trying to read a whole book in a week What you can do is break it apart and say, okay, what can I realistically read? Can I read five pages every single day? Yes. Okay, awesome. So I'm going to try to read five pages every single day. At the end of 30 days, you've already read 150 pages. Whether if you try to read a chapter a day and you realize that the chapter, maybe one chapter may be longer than the other and it's more time consuming and you're not going to follow through with your goal. So creating those little habits is going to help you more in the long term because you're actually stacking wins and you feel better about yourself when you realize that you're actually being productive and you're actually hitting the targets instead of trying to knock it all out at once and realize that it's more than you can chew on. When you're doing your when you're feeling that you're already falling off, try to dissect it and realize what it is that you can do and how you can handle it better. Now if you're already falling off and you're like, ah whatever, 2025 is gonna be my year. 
I want to tell you something. You're not even a month into the fucking year. So there's no fucking reason why you should be calling it quits this, uh, this soon into the game. Okay, you're not even into the first quarter. I want you to rewrite the resolutions and pick three. Three resolutions. Don't pick more than three. Don't pick more than five. A lot of people like to break down like 12 different resolutions. It's like, realistically, are you actually going to do these 12 things? You think you are because you're excited and you're all full of endorphins coming into the new year. But let's be honest, you're not going to hit all 12 of them. If anything, you might hit one of them. And that's because you're, like I said, you're doing more than you can chew on. Write three of the things down. Okay, so write three things down. And we want to follow through with each thing. How can I attack each one of these every single day so that at the end of the year, I can successfully say that I hit these marks? And that's going to be a lot easier. Now, let's say for instance, I'm using this as an example because I own a gym. Okay, so let's say that you want to lose 30 pounds by the end of 2024. Realistically, you can't lose 30 pounds in two months. Okay, there's a whole lot of stuff you have to do. And if you do lose 30 pounds in two months, you should be concerned about your health. So what you should do is instead say, okay, realistically, every month, can I lose five pounds every month? It's possible. Okay, you can lose a pound per week. Okay, if you lose a pound per week, that's close to about four pounds a month, almost five. And so you're realistically hitting your mark by the end of the year if you keep consistent and you keep doing the things that you said you're going to do in order to lose those 30 pounds. And so if you think about it in that sense, you realize that every single day is going to be a different marker. So that way, by the end of the month, your goal is to hit four pounds. Four pounds compared to 30 pounds is way easier. So that's going to be the goal that you have to hit. So this is this is how you should be dissecting your New Year's resolutions. If you fell off, write three down and then dissect it and how you can attack it every single day because small, small steps is going to build your Rome. Rome wasn't built in one day. How many times have we heard that being said? And it's true. Now, that's topic number one. Topic number two that I want to talk about today was doing hard things and why it's important to do hard things. I've read multiple uh, self-help books, business books. So anyways, two of my favorite ones are uh, the David Goggins and the Stars uh, Stripes and Stripes. I believe that's what it's called. So the first one or the first two are David Goggins. They're both of his books great books. And then the second one is a great read. It's about a Navy SEAL. And I can't think of the, his name off the top of my head, but he's a UFC fighter as well. Anyways, both of these books talk about very hard and consequential life forms and how they've successfully gone through life after doing hard things and how they've come out the other side being a whole new human. For a lot of people, when they think about hard things, they think about like going to war or running a marathon, things like that. But to be honest with you, doing hard things just means that you're, I don't like sacrifice as a word, but you're giving up things that you shouldn't be doing for the things that you want. And so you do things that you should be doing. Let me explain that. When you realize that you don't have time to do something, right? A lot of people tell me, it's like, oh, I, don't, I just don't have time to go into the gym or I don't have time to work on my business or I don't have time to do X and Y, Z. One of the first things that I tell them is like, okay, well, what's your screen time look like? And they look at me and say, well, 
what do you mean? And I'll say, yeah, what is your what is your screen time look like? A lot of people realize that they're actually spending four to five hours of their day on their phone. There's 24 hours in the day. Let's say seven of those, right? Let's say six. Now, if you subtract that from 24, you have 18 hours left. Let's say you work a nine to five. That is about eight hours, right? Somewhere around there. That's another eight hours. That leaves you with 10 hours, okay? So in those 10 hours... You are using five of those to be on your phone or four of those to be on your phone. And then you're left with six or five hours. So you're telling me that you can't do something for six and five hours. That's impossible. If you can't come in and work out for an hour on yourself, that speaks volumes of what you actually want, what you actually prioritize. If you're spending more time on your phone than working on yourself, then you're doing yourself a disservice. People say, well, it's because it's selfish. Like, what, well, I have kids. I can't, like, I have to go to their practices and stuff. Okay. One of the things that David Goggins talks about in one of his books is win the morning. I have multiple things throughout my day. My schedule looks like 3.30 in the morning, I wake up. By 4 a.m., I am in the gym and I get a workout and I have an hour and a half before my first class gets here. So that means that I have an hour and a half to do some to do some sort of training. I get whatever I can done in that hour and a half. And I usually try to do it in an hour because I have to prepare the gym for whatever we're going to be doing for that day. And then after that, I coach my class and my first class starts from 530 to 630 a.m. After that, I am done. And then I do my second session, whatever I had left. And so I'm usually done by around 7.30, almost 8 a.m. So my first personal client comes in at 8 a.m. And I am completely done with all of my training. Guess what? I have the rest of the day to do whatever the fuck I want. Oh, well, that's that just seems like really, yeah, it does. But if I want to be able to be working or operating at a high capacity, I have to give up things that for some people seem a little bit radical, but I mean, at the end of the day, what are you getting from sleeping in? Other than, ah, oh, shit, I missed three hours. I got three hours of sleep in, but I didn't get a workout in. Now I'm running late. Now I have to, all this stuff. When people tell me, it's like, well, I just, I just don't have enough time. I, it's just an excuse. When I talk about doing hard things, I want you to think of things that make you feel uncomfortable. Like maybe I don't like speaking in public. And so doing those hard things is going to teach you that regardless of whatever goal you have in life, you are able to obtain it, but you have to put the work in and it teaches you discipline to do these things. And so it ties into when you do New Year's resolutions, you realize that New Year's resolutions are just bullshit. New Year's resolutions shouldn't exist. Okay. These things are things that you should be doing every single day of your life. You should have a set objective that you want to achieve. And by setting those objectives that you want to achieve, they become something that comes normal and it's a habit. And so building these habits is going to create a mindset that you don't have to create resolutions. You just have to create better habits in order to achieve the things that you want to achieve in life and be more successful in life. And that's how you win. And that I love doing the 75 hard mindset. I started doing 75 hard again on the 1st of January. And I've, I am right now, I am recording this on the 23rd, so day, 23 days in 
to the uh, the challenge. And so I like to think of it more as a creating habits and I am touching up on them. And so Andy Frisella talks a lot about this. He's like, this is not a fitness challenge. This is to help you calibrate your mind. And so he talks a lot about this where he says, you have to you have to keep on sharpening the, the X or you have, and that's because if you don't do it, you fall off. It's like taking a shower. You have to take a shower every day or it's like when you're doing marketing calls. If you stop doing calls, you're not going to sharp as you would if you're doing daily calls to other to potential leads or clients. And so if you don't calibrate your mind and don't build those habits, then you can't be the best self for everyone else around you. Another topic to touch on for the doing hard things. The more hard things you do, the more people you inspire. And the more people you inspire, the bigger your community grows and the more wins you have with the people around you. A lot of people, uh, when they think about doing these hard, like doing hard things, like going out on a walk for 30 minutes or whatever, and it's like, okay, well, how is it going to benefit you? And what's going to benefit my health? It's going to give me peace of mind and I'm going to relax and I'm going to probably sleep better. If you have kids or if you have people that look up to you and you do these things, they're going to say, oh, well, they're doing that. Maybe I should do that too. Maybe I should look into bettering my health or into maybe starting my own business or maybe looking into ideas that I can take upon myself. When you do these things, you're actually inspiring more people than you think of. What I wanted to touch on today, guys, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. You can control your mind. You have more potential than you think. You have to 100% remind yourself that your mind is a weapon that you use for you, never against you. Okay? You should never ever have the feeling of your kid asking you, why don't you look like that guy that's super jacked? Why don't you have that car that's really nice? Why don't we live in a nice house? The goal should always be when they ask you that, damn dad, damn mom, how did you get this? Because you want to teach your children the values of being successful and being able to achieve everything that you want in life. And that is my closing statement. I hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll see you guys next time.